0: Hey everyone. Welcome back to our podcast. It's Kaden and it's Grace. And today we're going to be talking about the story The Scarlet Ibis written by James Hurst. So, Grace, what did you think of the story? Well, I thought I liked the
1: story, but then as it was going on, I even knew it was going to happen and I still got so sad at the end. Like I knew
0: he was going to die, but then when it happened, I was still so sad. Me too. I feel like the whole story leading up to it, it was just like a waiting game. Like, everyone knew Doodle was going to die. Like, it's just, it kind of hinted at it so many times, and it was just, it was inevitable. And then finally it happened, and it was so sad. We think that selfishness plays a big part of this story. And we were looking around, and we found a quote that says, If you live your life as if everything is about you, you'll be left with just that, just you. And I think that this quote is... Like it just accurately describes the story because Doodle's brother was trying to like turn him turn Doodle into something he wasn't and in the end he was left with like just him because Doodle died.
1: Yeah he couldn't accept his differences and wanted to make him what he wanted him to be like because he wanted a brother so badly but now he doesn't want this brother he wants
0: a perfect one. Yeah, and he was just being selfish and ended up, like, ruining the brother that he got, and he wasn't thankful for him. Now for our 30-second summaries. Grace, you go first. Three, two, one. Okay, so what happened in the story was Doodle was born, and everyone thought he was going to die,
1: and so some people had hope, some didn't. Like, his religious aunt had hope that he was going to survive, and, um his brother wanted him to survive so bad, but at the same time he didn't, like he wanted him to be normal. And so then he um, ends up dying because Duda's brother pushed him so hard. And it like symbolizes how the bird Time's died. up.
0: Kaden, now it's your turn. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so there's this boy and he really, really, really wants a brother. And so he finally gets a brother, but he's disabled. And he's not very happy about it because he wants a perfect brother. Um, so he, he, as the brother grows up, he tries to like help his brother learn how to walk, and it, he has his heart condition, and so it's really bad. And um, then a bird comes up, and the bird like dies, and then Doodle buries it, and then um, Doodle ends up dying because his brother pushed him too hard. And yeah, it's a really sad. Okay, ending. time's up. <laughs> Okay, now tell us who you think was the best because I think it was definitely mine. No, no, it was obviously mine. No, um, I, I don't think so. We think the theme selfishness really relates to this story. And for our theme statement we chose, selfishness only hurts those around you. And um, we found like tons of evidence for this in the story. The first quote we found relating to selfishness was, quote, It was bad enough having an invalid brother. But having one who possibly was not all there was unbearable. So I I began to make plans to kill him by smothering him with a pillow. That's found on page 345.
1: I think that this explained how he was being selfish and that he wasn't grateful for his brother, even though he wanted a brother so bad.
0: Yeah, and I think that he was... His plan to kill him was because he saw his brother as a burden and, like... I think that that happens in real life too is people want to if it makes their life harder they just want to get rid of them or send them somewhere else and have someone else take care of them like the brother wanted to do the brother wanted to kill him and just get him out of his life and that obviously wasn't the answer
1: our second quote is found on page 346 I was embarrassed at having a brother of that age who couldn't walk so I set out to teach him
0: I think that the fact that he said he was embarrassed says a lot about him that he didn't want to teach his brother to walk to like better his brother's life. He just wanted to teach him to walk so that he wouldn't be embarrassed and have to say that his brother like couldn't do normal things.
1: Yeah, in some way he wanted to fix his brother, like not physically fix him, but he wanted him to become normal, and he thinks the disability that he has causes him as a brother to work harder when other families are just normal and don't have to help their siblings and he could have just had a normal little brother but he was blessed with someone
0: different and again like i think that that happens a lot in real life is people try and fix people to say and it's it's not really they can't really be fixed like they need to be accepted for who they are and if his brother would have accepted him then he he might not have died and the story might have ended differently Our third quote says, Doodle, don't you want to learn to walk? And that's found on page 347. This
1: quote shows how he's assuming that his brother wants to become normal, where he thinks that since he wants him to be a normal little brother, he thinks he should want to be also. And he doesn't like the way he is, and he wants him to change. And even though he may have accepted the fact that he's different, the brother still thinks he wants to change.
0: And I think that this quote, the brother is starting to kind of feel guilty because he's seeing how much Doodle is struggling, and he's trying to justify, like, helping his brother learn how to walk. So he's saying, don't you want to learn how to walk? Like, this is your choice. And he's just trying to justify so he doesn't have that guilt on his shoulders.
1: Our final quote on page 353 says, I ran as fast as I could, leaving him far behind with the wall of rain dividing us.
0: And I think that in this quote, it just shows how selfish his brother was. Because he knew how hard it was for Doodle to get around. And he still, he decided to just leave him behind. And I think that he was trying to, like, force Doodle to, like, run and, like, push through and just run. And obviously, Doodle wasn't able to. And Doodle was so scared. And there's a part in the story where he, like, he says, like, I'm scared. I'm scared. Stop. Stop. And he didn't stop and he was just selfish and kept going.
1: Yeah he didn't care if Doodle would come or not he just wanted to get back to the house and be okay and he wanted Doodle to follow him but then he stops and realizes what he's done and goes back and feels terrible.
0: And I think that this happens in real life where people become a little insensitive to those who are handicapped or disabled and they don't like really listen to them and what they're asking for because they don't think that they're all there and they know what they're talking about. And I think that this is a perfect example of basically that happening.
1: Now we have picked a quote that we chose from the story that we're gonna go a little bit deeper in the meaning of it.
0: And the quote that we chose found on page 351 is, at that moment, the bird began to flutter, but the wings were uncoordinated and amid much flapping, and a spray of flying feathers, it tumbled down, bumping through the limbs of the bleeding tree and landing at our feet with a thud."
1: What's literally going on here is that the bird is sick or harmed or injured. They're not very sure, but it was trying to fly um, out of the tree, but it can't, so it falls down to
0: the ground dramatically and dies with a thud. What's figuratively going on here is I think that the bird um, symbolizes doodle and the part when it says like he's injured and it obviously doodle isn't necessarily injured but he's different from everyone else and just the fact that the bird is red and in the beginning of the story it described doodle as having red skin i think that that's like an obvious connection between them and just how the bird like they all they knew it was dying but it hit different trees and it was like falling and struggling and that's Throughout the story at Doodle's struggles and I think that it was just foreshadowing Doodle's death.
1: Now we are going to reflect personally on the quote that we chose from the story.
0: So when I thought about this quote the first thing that I thought about was like people who are sick in real life and whether it's cancer or some sort of illness like usually it's a struggle and they, they fight for their lives and their whole family they know that it's not gonna end well but they still, are, they still support them. And in the story, once the bird dies, it talks about how the whole family went inside, but Doodle stayed and he struggled, but he buried a hole for the bird. And I think that that's like what people do. Like It's hard to move past someone's death, but they still, they get through it and they have a funeral and they try to live their lives normally.
1: Yeah, now that you said that, I think of my aunt who died of cancer because she had it for four years and she still persevered, even though most of us, most of my family knew that she would pass away sometime soon. But yeah, how I thought of the quote was that I thought people don't accomplish things they have tried so hard to achieve and they fail sometimes and this causes them to quit and get extremely negative about their capabilities in life and their family supports them even if they think they can't do it either.
0: The final tier is a call to action. So Grace, what do you think that this quote is calling you to do? I think it's calling me to watch
1: out for those who aren't normal, as I said in the story, or who have disabilities or illnesses, and to be aware of them in your surroundings. And they need sometimes a little boost in their everyday lives, like just a little um, energy to get them through whatever they're struggling for. I
0: agree. I think that Like, we shouldn't judge those people because they didn't choose that life, and it's a different, it's a very difficult life to live. And we should just be very understanding of everything that they're going through and why some people, like, they just act differently. I think that we shouldn't judge them. For the final part of our podcast, we'll each choose a different character to give a blessing to.
1: I want to give the blessing, give my blessing to the dad because he rarely speaks during the story, but when he does, and you know he's present, he. Um, he's trying to believe in his son and he wants him to live and be normal but appreciates his differences in some way at the same time and you can tell that he built a wagon for his son to get around in because he appreciated him and loved him so much and this um, connects to the real world because he's trying to be kind to people around him even when they're different and those who have disabilities people have to be open and try to be nice to them even if it's hard.
0: For my blessing, I decided to give it to Doodle's brother because Doodle's brother doesn't accept him and he tries to change him and works really hard to, quote-unquote, fix him, even though he doesn't necessarily need to be fixed. And there's a part of it which I think he did it out of love and the other part was out of selfishness and it came back to hurt him in the end because he ultimately lost his brother. And I think that this symbolizes people who just push other people too hard, and they're not really looking for their best interest. They're looking at what they're going to get out of it and their own benefit. And I think that's exactly what Doodle's Brother did. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Make sure to tune in next time.